0: I'm Shelby Joe Long. Welcome to the Culture, Communication, and Brand Podcast. This is where I have the opportunity to get to know successful business owners and talk about their brand and how their brand enters the marketplace. And it's really fun to be able to do this. Today, I have an opportunity to continue my series of talking to all of the founding members and the partners in Rogue Publishing Partners. And today, just got to know Nadia last week, and I'm excited to learn more about her business in this podcast. I'm going to talk to Nadia Jaja Pupa, and Nadia is the CEO of Peak Publishing, and she is going to tell her story and talk about the business that she has and what she can provide for clients. So welcome, Nadia, to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited that you're here. I'm excited to know more about what you do so why don't you start by just telling your story, talk about your business and talk about why you're how you got into this business.
1: Sure. So there's a whole lot I can say, but I'll start with how I really got into it, which is knowing that I had this interest with publications. You know, my first started out wanting to be a journalist and I thought that was my path. I'm going to be a journalist. I'm going to write articles. Um, and I slowly realized that that's not really the future path for me. I started to get really passionate about books. I got into academic journals, magazines. Um, I did a lot of work in the corporate world with editing. So I started to realize this is where I belong. It's not really um, a journalism thing for me. So by the time I graduated, I you know I graduated with an English major and it really opened up. It broadened the door of what's out there with, with um, editing and publishing. So along the way, I started to understand a little bit more page design. And I started to see that that is truly what differentiates me in the world of editing is having that capability to do the editing and design. So um, that's that's what I provide at Peak Publishing. So over time, I realized that there's so much more than just working for one organization. I slowly started to build my side company as I got freelance projects. And I named it Peak Publishing, but I didn't incorporate the company until I left the corporate world and worked, you know, 100% with Peak Publishing. Yeah. So um, once that happened, I started to see more and more how combining both the editing and graphic design is so important, and how it elevates the content even more. Absolutely. So it's kind of a just so it's the it's an editing and graphic design service. Yeah, that's
0: great. I I'm just discovering how discovering this whole process and in the process of publishing my own book and how there's right. the, those two things are just absolutely critical I I also oh, come from yeah. the world of academia so design isn't something that you put face forward but it really is the first thing that you see when you did the, the design and how oh, yeah. it together it really makes a big difference so I think putting that into a package is
1: that's yeah totally the way it totally to- Oh, totally. It totally is because as I'm approaching content that I receive from clients, whether it's a self-published author or a corporate client, having that editorial perspective obviously is important. It's essential. But then when you're analyzing that content and you can see how it, it could be molded into a visual or an infographic, it, sure. is, it goes even farther. Because if you work with you know a graphic designer, you have to give that graphic designer instructions and say, this is what I want. An editor can come along, someone like me, and I'm reading your content. I could say, "Hey, hey Shelby, you talked about these three main points. What if we created an infographic in your business book defining these three main points in some really cool way?" Yeah. Um, and then another really cool thing is that anybody that's publishing—and and again, this doesn't have to just be, you know, a self-published author, but in the corporate world, even these little snippets and infographics have such a can have such a compelling impact on social media you can use that that stuff there you know and say hey here's a cool infographic that I talk about in my book in the academic world you know here's an infographic showing statistics on a B and C you know so I think that is is that's really where I'm truly passionate in peak publishing where I do go I take it a step further than just editing content I'm like how can we make it better how can we give it personality show everybody what you're really writing about?
0: I just think of how those, creating those visual images, I, that is exactly. not my expertise at all. <laughs> I'm much more organization content. Let's put it in an outline. Yeah. But I don't think about that and how critical that could be for authors to be able to put in their social media and their marketing and oh, then yeah. something that's branded and theirs. Oh, that's yeah. That's so that is you know, their, their intellectual property in an image. I think that's such a powerful tool.
1: Totally. Yeah, absolutely.
0: What, tell me, tell me what kind of authors you, what, what, who's your ideal client? What type of authors do you usually work with?
1: Oh gosh, this question, it's a good question because, it, <laughs> and it'll probably take me years to answer, but I have such a wide array. I mean, it's all across the spectrum in so many different industries. And, um, you know, there's two clear, clearly defined, uh, pathways. So like I said, you know, the self-published author and then the corporate clients. And then if we dive deeper into the corporate clients, um, they could be anything from like a nonprofit. I can't kind of clump in the academic clients into the like corporate client. Mm -hmm. Um, and gosh, it's so much stuff. I mean, it isn't just books it's and It isn't just magazines. I mean, it could be anything from a brochure or, uh, like. Hey, we need a we need a really cool branded um, purchase order form or a fillable PDF or little like little things or signs for an annual conference signage on site guides. I mean, it's really a lot of stuff, yeah. and I can do all of that because I'm understanding like, hey, if you're putting together an agenda for a conference, you want it to be branded, you want it to be leg- like legible, nice fonts um so much to consider for such a small piece but all of these small pieces for I'm just speaking about a conference they all work together to make it a really good experience so that's a little bit of what i do i mean like obviously there's so much more and like i said i could talk for hours about this but that's just a little bit of outside of books that i can do in the corporate world um and then kind of stepping over to the other category of the self-published authors my clients are again all across the board i mean I've seen things from memoirs, personal stories, people who have overcome intense struggles in their life. Um, That is like a big, and that's very meaningful to me as an editor, because I want to help contribute um, my voice to their, which sounds strange because I'm an editor. I'm not really writing this, but I am contributing my opinions and saying, you know, this is the, this is the snippet of information that your readers need to know. And then, you know, most writers I feel are a little humble and they're like, Oh, I don't feel like it's that big of a deal. I'm like, no, it is a big deal. Please put that in there. And then we have that back and forth. So it's a little bit of book coaching. It could be developmental editing. Um, obviously I do the graphic design work if they need that um, book cover design. Uh, so that's, you know, and I know I'm jumping all over the place, but um, I, I am very passionate about the memoir writers Um, and then also the business writers. So people, you know, CEOs, people who have gone through a lot of different areas in their specific industry, they have a lot to say. And the world is just full of these business books, but when you really break it down, um, break down what they're trying to say in their content, it can become very compelling. And um, yeah, so again, there's a lot of different industries, finance, business, you know, the memoir writers, but they're all self-published authors. And I love all of it.
0: <laughs> it's all so fun to me. Yeah. There's, there's tons of opportunity and just the, I don't know, I almost see you as like this
1: visual artist for, for, that's for a, independent that's such a That's such a nice compliment to be called an artist. I never <laughs> thought about it like that, but thank you. But you are. Like that. That's, that's, you know, when I worked with
0: Michelle White, also book designer. Yeah. I worked with yep. her to develop the, the graphic for my book that that like you can put together this visual representation that's beautiful and that is eye-catching yeah. and that is consistent with my brand and consistent with everything. And that's really what you are, but you you have much more comprehensive overview of that. And I think that's really that's a really powerful. It's a it's a powerful place to be because you really Create vision out of Im- out of words, and I think that's yeah. a. And people respond. You know, we we hear more and more in the marketing world that people are going to respond to images and respond to videos, and rather than have a text. Absolutely.
1: So I think exactly, that's- exactly, and I think that's kind of the tagline of Peak Publishing, which is to publish with personality. A lot of people don't realize that they lose their personality and who they are when they're publishing something if they allow a designer or a graphic designer to just do their thing without any sense of diving deeper. Like, what is this book really about? If you're going to talk about a business program and you're just going to have text on your cover, it's going to get lost in that giant sea of books. It just is. You need, Even if it's just a little icon of something, it might look a little more punchy versus just text. Um, sure. You know, so that yeah, people do judge a book by its cover. I do. I know I do. Absolutely. Um, it, it tells a lot about what's in there, you know, the quality. Sure, sure. That's uh that's that's great. So Mm
0: -hmm. how did you get you got your background is in journalism? Yeah, what's there's a transition that was made? How did you (laughs) start your own business? Talk about that entrepreneurship journey. Okay, what inspired you to start your own business
1: and create all these connections? So what inspired me, I guess, was seeing the trend in the world, I guess. So you know, there's blogging. I mean, I'm, this was going back in early 2000s, like before iPhone days, you know, blogging blogs were a thing. Um, People were like fascinated by the fact that anybody could just write their own blog. Like, Whoa, this is cool. Um, And I started to see that the trends were obviously, and still till this day, and it's just continuing to get more sophisticated digital, everything digital. And so it's going to continue to be that way. I mean, we got to embrace it. Ebooks are a thing. People were at, in the mid-2000s, people were like, books are never going to die. And and that is true. Books are not going to die. But digital books are going to continue. So you need to have both. You need to be in both areas. Um, And so to answer your question about, you know, how I started my company, the entrepreneurial aspect is looking at... um, situations from a business perspective. Your book is a business. If you're a self-published author, that is a, a source of revenue of income. And you don't have to be this business. You don't have to have an MBA to know that, right. so, you, you know? So it's like, okay, what, what is the best way to capture your audience, connect your message? Cause you have something to say as an author. Um, that's where I started to see, okay, this is where I belong. i I became passionate about that because I saw that I could connect those two dots. Um, and so when I was working as a full-time employee, I was doing the same thing, and it was the same content. And I started to think outside of that, how can I do more? I'm getting really bored. I can't edit the same content over and over again. It's some people are like a creature of habit and they want that. I don't want that. So that's when I started to get, you know, just a side gig, a side job. Hey, Nadi, can you edit this book for this person who wants to publish? And the fact that I was so much more into that versus my regular job, I thought, I need to do this. So I started Peak Publishing. Um, My husband was a big inspiration. He designed my logo, which is the, it looks like the paragraph symbol, but backwards because it's the letter P. Um, And so once he did that, he got me really excited about the possibilities. And so that's where the entrepreneurial side came in. And I started to just pick things up as I went along. And I asked questions to other small business owners. And I would say that I really, really, really grew when I started joining networks. And I joined the San Diego Professional Editors Network. And I joined the board. And I started to meet other editors in my industry. And that's where I was like, wow, this is so, I I gained so much knowledge from the other editors I met. Um, It was inspirational. It was uh, informational. (laughs) So many things that I gained from that. And then the the referrals that came in were awesome. So um, now I'm president of the San Diego Professional Editors Network. And um, I'm also connecting with the speakers that we invite who can speak to other editors. And I'm learning from them. So our program meetings are so full of content. And I would say that that's how I really learned how to grow my business was attending these meetings and meeting other editors. So that's my long winded answer (laughs) to your question on how I turned into how I started to shape my own company. Yeah,
0: that's. It's funny because you don't, I, 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 my story is very similar. Like you don't think about the opportunities of your expertise until you start to see people putting together their own businesses. And then you're like, Hey, I could do that too. So, exactly. I mean, I didn't think that I would be involved with the publishing industry at all until I started writing my own book. And then really? what I do, which is help people build a business out of their ideas, like ideas come from books. And so there's just that. That marriage is just so nice because there's, there's a way that you can monetize it in, in many different ways and, oh, yeah. and capture Absolutely. that, but it's all connected together. So it's just, it's mm-hmm. really interesting. And I also think you speak Absolutely. To one of the most challenging things about being an entrepreneur is that you've got to get out there and you've got to make those connections. You have to have those conversations. Otherwise it's really challenging to build your business. Oh yeah, absolutely. So that kind of leads me into the next topic is you know, you are a partner in Rogue Publishing Partners and yep. in which we've formalized a network. Can you talk mm-hmm. a little bit about that and and what you yeah. see about that involvement? I, I
1: I think that Rogue is such a powerful group because you're really bringing together other experts in the publishing world and all in one place it's like where else can you go this is like the one stop sh- it really is a one stop shop like right. i can't even imagine what it would be like if i knew nobody if i didn't know an editor or i didn't know another if i wanted like if i wanted to publish a book where do, where would i go i feel like if someone told me about rogue publishing partners it's like this is everything i need i can you can set up speaking engagements you have a marketing person more than one person um more than one editor more than one designer and when it comes to something so personable, like personable, like um, creating content that, that's coming from someone's mind and they're sharing it with the world, you need to find the right fit. You need to find the right person. And I mean, honestly, I have met potential clients where I realized I'm just not the right fit for them. And fi- knowing that I have connection to other editors in our rogue community, I will send them to the other editor that may have the, the industry knowledge or... Some sort of experience that I think would work well with this client. that's that to me is a big deal um, because I have other editors and other experts to turn to. Um, because again, from the from the client's perspective, they get to shop and there's a digital this is a digital world. Your website is um, a storefront, really. They're shopping and yeah. they're they're seeing if they can connect with you and if you don't work well together and if it's not a good fit, it's great to know that there are other options and that this group provides all of those options.
0: Absolutely. I feel very similarly about it because there's a lot that goes into publishing a book. So a lot of pieces you got to put together and in and finding the best match, I think that's the I think that's the key thing about it is that the we're a community. Many of you are already connected in the publishing community, but right. finding the best custom
1: match for the person that's looking for it is is really right it's and it sometimes it just comes down to personality you know some writers need more of that nurtured uh, book coach they need that hand holding they want it they they it helps them it gives them that fuel to keep writing um other writers Maybe even in the academic world, you're, pro- you're probably very polished. You know exactly how to write. You don't really, I can see that you probably, Shelby, wouldn't even need that handholding. Like you're, it's not new to you because you're in academia. You mm. know how to put together polished information. But you need somebody that's going to catch the grammar and punctuation errors or somebody to help you develop the content to help you maybe organize a little bit better. Um, so again, it's it's kind of boils down to that personality too of who you're working with, who's looking at your stuff. Um, and that they have, and I, that's the thing about rogue is that we're not outsourcing to people we don't know. It's all people we know and, um, people we trust and people that care. I think that's a big deal because some people just don't care and it shows. Um, and I've definitely had those experiences with whether it's designer editing and it's just half, you know, not fully high quality, uh, you know. Expertise or skills that were involved, (laughs) so I think you know what I'm talking about. So I think that's that's another big plus when it comes to self publishing. You want it done right, yeah, and and especially especially for who serves your audience,
0: for sure. Yeah, yeah. To 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 go to your point about like I'm an academic, so my writing is probably pretty good. It is, but I mean, it is. It's just it's because I'm good at certain things, but gosh. Telling my story was something that was really challenging for me. And I, and my developmental editor, it took a long time to get through. And that's like a third of my book. And that probably took 70% of the time was just getting through. Oh, I'm them. sure. So it's just, it's a different style of writing the book, you know. I and I think having, again, similar to your point, having all those things under one roof where you can access these different possibilities is just so helpful
1: and different perspectives yeah so yeah exactly and and then again when you're like you said sharing that personal story is so you're putting yourself in a very vulnerable position because you're sharing personal information about your life but that is truly what is going to connect your readers to you because you're sharing this information that can impact them and inspire them um and then working with an editor that doesn't get that it's that's, that's where it's important. So you had the best editor with your, you know, and your little team to get your book together. I can't wait to read your book. It's going to be awesome. I'm excited. It's, it's, uh, it's coming out
0: and I can't
1: wait to work
0: more with you. I think there's so many fun things, so many great opportunities. Well, Nadia, let's tell, let's tell the audience where we can contact you, where we can find your information, where we can see what you've done, all that kind of stuff.
1: Come to the website, peakpublishing.com. We have a form that you can fill out to connect directly to me. It goes to my email, it doesn't go to anybody else. I um, look at all the projects, I I do have a small team, but I am a part of every single project that I take on. I don't, there's not one thing that I don't see. So um, definitely come to the Peak Publishing website, fill out the form to connect with me. Uh, We will set up a one hour free consultation. I wanna learn about my my potential clients. I take very detailed notes and uh, that's how our process goes. You know, we, we get to meet our clients that way. And uh, we put together quotes and proposals based on the needs. Um, And that's pretty much it. So or the rogue website. I'm on the rogue website. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's different ways to connect with me. Um, I'm looking for anybody that needs help and assistance with publishing a book, magazine, blog articles, any, really anything. Uh, There's a lot that we can do and there's a lot that we can um, discuss strategically in terms of content and managing content. So clients in the corporate world, clients in the self-published world, I'm I'm open to all types of people and I'm so excited to see what comes my way. Oh,
0: me too. Me too. You provide a service that's (laughs) critical and provide that comprehensive overview, I think is so key. We'll make sure that all of your website information and the Rogue Publishing site is all available so people can find you. Um, Is there any other last thoughts? I I guess I want to ask the question, what's next for you? What do you see next for Peak Publishing?
1: Oh gosh, so much. I think what I see next is is defining those channels, those two worlds a little bit better. So like I said, that self-published author client and then the corporate client and what's next for me is updating my website. I've got so <laughs> much to add. You have no idea. I have got, I've got an animated video that I'm gonna put on my website awesome. that's ready to go. I've got um, more people that I'm bringing on my team: ghost writers, other editors, um, graphic designers that in the scientific world, academic world. So much. So really, it's it's just my company's growing. I need to add more content. Uh, again, clearly defining that I have two types of clients on my website, which I. Right now it's just, we're peak publishing and here's what we can do, but it, it goes deeper than that. So sure. that's next on my list is updating that website.
0: Good for you, sounds like you're growing. What you have is what people need. So yeah. that's great. I'm excited to see where you go. So thank you, so thank much. you, thank you again for coming on to the, commun- the podcast today. Talk about your brand, talk about how you execute your brand. So important for people to hear and to talk about your entrepreneurial story that's a good, that's a really great thing for people to hear too. So thank you for coming on Nadia and we'll make sure all your contact information is there and we will see you next time when we interview another successful entrepreneur to tell their story, to talk about their brand. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Culture, Communication, and Brand Moments with your host, Shelby Joe Long. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we will see you on the next episode.